Court reporters hold one of the most important roles in the justice system. We're entrusted with the official records of the courts, and we also have to run our own businesses, which is not something most of us were prepared for. I'm Bryn Seymour, freelance court reporter and life coach, and I invite you to join the discussion about the problems we face and the solutions we create on the unique journey of a stenographer. Welcome to the Entrepreneurial Court Reporter Podcast. Hey, what's up? So good to talk to you guys. I'm so sorry this episode is a little bit delayed. We had some issues with the Zoom recordings because I was planning on releasing the interviews that I did. I've interviewed so far Cassandra Calderella, Brooke Cruz, Cindy Lynch, Al Betts, Hyung Lee Green, Tori Pittman, and Joshua Edwards. If I forgot anyone, please forgive me. I will add it in the show notes. But I was planning on scheduling the releases of these episodes week after week. I was going to sprinkle them in. But we did them on Zoom and the recordings, like the audio is not really sufficient for a podcast. So I'm so sorry. I'm going to have to do some research on this and figure out a better way to host these interviews, maybe on Riverside or something specifically for podcasts rather than just Zoom and also making sure we have the correct audio and microphones. So I'm really sorry about the delay of this episode. I was going to record my journey to creating a guide for a step-by-step guide for how to start getting into real time within two weeks and that is what's coming next week so i decided to work on a different topic this week because i have a lot that i'm still learning and exploring in that aspect of the real time getting into real time so i'm really excited to share that journey and where i stand on it right now so for now what i want to talk about is how to declutter your mind it's definitely important for us to have mental clarity and as freelance court reporters i think a lot of us feel a little bit overwhelmed by the amount of decisions that we need to make, the amount of data, the amount of administrative tasks that we have that we weren't, again, like we really weren't prepared for all this. And sometimes I just, I always just wished that I could just type and that's it. And that is what I created for myself. I created a system where I literally delegate everything except what I absolutely have to do. And I will always talk about this because I feel so strongly about it, especially if you either have ADHD or just don't, don't like all the little details of managing in a freelance business. So here we go. When we talk about decluttering your routine, there are two main ways. There are two, I mean, there are many different ways to do this. I'm sorry, did I say decluttering your routine? I meant decluttering your brain. So there are two ways to do this that like you could start off with taking baby steps. So one way is through routines. Now, I know that people talk about routines a lot, and I've always known that it's really important to have a routine. And that belief that it's important to have a routine, that I have to have a routine, had added a lot of resistance to me actually having a routine because I would try to create these detailed routines step by step, five minutes of this and then seven minutes of this and then like, (laughs) and I would create this very detailed routine and try to stick to it and it didn't work at all whatsoever, especially in the morning. Like when I created a routine for myself and then I could not follow even like a tiny piece of it because it was so many details, I just decided routines are not for me and that was not true okay it's just that i was trying to be too unrealistic and too crazy with my routines so routines are actually really important i recently heard the term routinize yourself it was from someone named shade zahari you can find her on instagram she's awesome she has like all these videos with little tips about life and things like that and so she talked about routinizing yourself in one of her videos and 
I can put her name in the show notes so that you don't have to try to <laughs> remember it. But yeah, so I will put that in there. And then, so she talked about retinizing yourself and how the brain in the morning is very malleable. So it's very susceptible to receiving, like to absorbing information. So whatever you feed it first thing in the morning when you wake up is what's going to be like your mood throughout the day. Like if you immediately look at the news and it's negative things, then your mood is going to be negative for the day. That's going to be on your mind because the brain is the most malleable in the morning. But if you start your day off intentionally feeding your brain what you want to feed it and how you want to propel the rest of your day, then you can set yourself up for success for a happy and joyful day and for a pleasant day. So for me, I like to start my day off with prayer. I use an app called Pray Daily and it has a beautiful instrumental song that I pray to for about four or five minutes. Like not pray to the song, but like (laughs) pray alongside the song. Like it's a nice peaceful sound as I'm praying to God. And then it has some reading from the Bible. So I really love to feed my spirit with the word of God before I start my day because I just believe that God has the power to do anything and God knows everything that I need. And so if if I start with the word of God, then I'm really setting myself up for success because God is going to guide me throughout the day. The reason it's important to have a routine is because the way we start our day and the way we end our day, but not only that, okay, what I really want to talk about is the little decisions that we have to make throughout the day that kind of add to the overwhelm because we already have enough to think about, especially as business owners. Like we are business owners. We, even though we run a freelance business, it's a small business, but it's still a lot. And if we really want to set ourselves, our businesses up for success, then we need to be thinking on a higher level and not be thinking about trivial decisions. So as much as we can possibly eliminate the trivial decisions, we should. So the two things that I want to talk about in eliminating trivial decisions and routinizing your life, and like these are the two questions you should not be asking yourself in the moment, like in the morning when you wake up or when the time comes throughout your day. So number one is what should I wear? Like, what do I wear today? Hmm, I don't know what to wear. I have all these clothes in my wardrobe and I don't like any of them. And oh man, I have nothing to wear like this should never be something that we're trying to make a decision of in the moment in the morning that we wake up and then the second one is what should i eat it happens all the time how many times do we think oh what should i eat now like it's lunchtime and i'm kind of hungry but i didn't prepare or plan like what i was going to eat so oh actually we don't really have much in the fridge so like you kind of have to just improvise and end up eating something that you would not have really planned to do or maybe just end up snacking all day like especially us court reporters we are on the record and we might get like a 15 minute lunch break (laughs) like I don't know why the attorneys love to do that they love to just like go plow right through lunch or maybe take a five or ten minute break and food is our fuel we need to fuel ourselves with something that is good for us and something that's going to give us the energy that we need because our job is very hands-on we're typing on the record we're utilizing our muscles and our strength even though it might not feel like it but we are and so we need to make sure that we feed ourselves properly and take care of ourselves so I have learned over the years that planning meals ahead of time, like batching it into um, an hour of your week on a Sunday or whenever's best for you, for me, it's Sunday usually, but like sitting down for an hour to intentionally plan and look up recipes and decide like, what do I want to prepare? What do I want to eat? I use Instacart. Oh my gosh, it's so amazing. I get very overwhelmed when I go grocery shopping because again, it's so many things that you see that you might want to buy impulsively or... It's just like I have I may have a list of all these ingredients that I'm looking for and things are always changed around in the grocery stores and I can never find, there's always something I can't find. And then I'm like wasting time looking for it, walking around in circles, and then I end up not getting it. And oh, oh my gosh, I just, I'm so thankful for Instacart because I can literally just type in what I'm looking for and it pops right up. I put it in the grocery shop, I mean in the grocery cart from the comfort of my home and there it goes. It's in my cart and 
gets delivered to me and it's only like $13 a month. It's amazing. I recommend it. I'm actually gonna put my link in the show notes. There's a referral code where you can get $20 off if you use my link. I have no affiliation with them, but everyone who uses Instacart has their own link to share with anyone that they invite. So yeah, my link will be there if you want $20 off for your first order. Okay, so planning the meals with Instacart and then ordering the ingredients, all batching it together in one day for the entire week has eliminated the need to make the decision to think about and use the brain energy what should I eat? Because our brains, like we easily shut down when we're overwhelmed and when we have too many decisions to make. We already have businesses to run. We need to focus on being a CEO, taking care of our businesses so that we can also be fully present with our families, in our lives, doing the things that we love to do. And having the constant responsibility of figuring out last minute things, decisions and things like that, like what to eat and what to wear, are really not serving us at the highest level. So this is my recommendation. This is what I do. And that is really helpful in my life. Now going back to the what should I wear. So I want to talk a little bit more about how to kind of like routinize your wardrobe or your daily outfit planning. (laughs) Trying to come up with what to wear on the spot in the morning when you're trying to get ready and you have so much to do and you're tired because you're just waking up it's just not nice to ourselves like if we don't plan what we're going to wear ahead of time it's not really it's just we have to consider our future selves and be kind to ourselves so i have to say like okay Bryn, i'm going to do this for you now so that you don't have to deal with this overwhelm in the morning i'm not saying i do it every single night i actually routinize this to the max so my wardrobe consists of for work i literally just have a work uniform (laughs) think about a uniform if you had a uniform that you could just wear every single day and that you didn't have to decide what to wear you always know you're wearing your uniform how easy would it be to make decisions okay now before you start judging me and thinking that i'm crazy for wanting to wear a uniform i'm not talking about like an actual school uniform or something like that i'm talking about you getting to decide like what if you had a uniform that you absolutely loved and you felt so confident in it and you loved it so much you felt confident you felt comfortable and you just can show up with that bright energy because you feel good in what you're wearing that actually really makes a difference in our days if we feel good and confident in our outfits, then it can really have a great effect on our performance throughout the day. So what I mean by uniform is like, I have this specific dress that I got from Calvin Klein. It's not expensive. It's, I mean, I didn't get it from Calvin Klein. It's Calvin Klein, but it's from TJ Maxx or Marshalls and it fits me so well. So I bought it in every single color. It's like the Calvin Klein scuba dress. I love it. It's so cute and professional. You just throw a blazer on over it. I personally like to wear like short blazers with that specific dress, but I also have longer ones and different styles. But like if you have a dress or a piece or some kind of an outfit that you love don't be afraid to wear the same thing every single day it's like your uniform your signature i don't mean the same exact color like literally the same one but like rotate between your uniform like no you know you're always going to wear one of those because it's just not necessary to have to make those decisions every single day i love the quote that obama made obama says you also need to remove from your life the day-to-day problems that absorb most people for meaningful parts of their day you'll see i wear only gray or blue suits he said i'm trying to pare down decisions I don't want to make decisions about what I'm eating or what I'm wearing because I have too many other decisions to make. He mentioned research that shows the simple act of making decisions degrades one's ability to make further decisions. It's why shopping is so exhausting. So he says, you need to focus your decision-making energy. You need to routinize yourself. You can't be going through the day distracted by trivial things. 
I love what he's saying. And I've heard this from other people who are very successful, like over and over again, those who are very successful, who have either are running businesses or are the president of the United States or, you know, are in a high position and just have a lot of priorities that are much more important than like, what am I going to wear and what am I going to eat? They just routinize those things that we have to do on a daily basis and just decide ahead of time. He only wears, he has like two suits that he just rotates and wears them pretty much every day. Or, I mean, of course he probably has more than two, but you know, he just has his blue suits and his gray suits so that he doesn't have to decide what color he's going to wear. He just always knows he's going to wear either gray or blue. That's a very simple decision to make. So yeah, if you have an outfit that you love and feel comfortable in and you maybe feel like it's like, I don't know, sometimes we feel like we're overdressing if we're wearing a suit or if we're wearing a dress or something like very nice. But actually, I want to encourage you not to worry about overdressing. And this is something Judith Gatton talks about. If you look her up, she has a podcast. It's called Style Masterclass. I'll have to find the episode so I can link it below in the show notes. But she talks about not feeling bad about overdressing. Like be proud, like look good. We want to dress to impress when we show up somewhere in the presence of other people and we are invited to i don't know a law firm or wherever the job takes place the court whoever is there especially the person who resides either resides there or works there like whoever's place it is they're gonna feel complimented by the fact that you dressed up for them i mean you know it's not like we dressed up for them we dress up for ourselves but it's a compliment to them too and it shows how we carry ourselves how we feel about ourselves and about our worth and about our profession and the kind of first impression that we want to make on people so you do what works for you but i'm saying if you ever hold back because you think you're overdressing i just want to encourage you that it's okay to overdress like it's i do it all the time and i love it so that's what i have for you today this was short and sweet because things didn't go quite as planned as usual. I feel like I'm saying that all the time. This is so funny. Um, anyway, so next week, what I'm, I'm going to do the episode. I hope everything goes as planned, but I am going to do the episode about the real-time journey because I'll mention a little preview of what I'm going through right now, but next week, not next week, uh, February 9th, I have my first real-time job ever. And I'll talk on the podcast next week about how that came about, how I'm doing this. Like, first of all, I'm not real-time certified, so I'm a little bit nervous. And I did tell the agency that, like, you know, I'm not sure if I should take this job, but... So I'm not real-time certified, but I do write clean and I'm confident in my writing. Of course, I need to prepare my dictionary a little bit and there's some steps I need to take in order to be ready to take this real-time job. It's coming in literally like two weeks. I had posted on the Facebook group saying I'm gonna create a real-time guide, like a step-by-step -step guide for dummies like me who need, <laughs> who really wanna see a step-by-step -step guide and know every single obstacle to overcome. So as I go through my journey of starting to become a real-time reporter, I am going to literally document the process. I'm gonna document how I feel feel all the obstacles that come up all the resistance that i have and how i overcome it and if you want to come along on the journey with me then come i will share how i ended up getting the real-time job like even though for years i've been wanting to get into real time i just haven't taken that step and haven't had the faith to do it and haven't had the determination and the commitment or like decided to just do it i've just let fear hold me back but now no more i am doing this and i want to share this journey and i want to take you all with me if you want to join me join the entrepreneurial court reporter group because that's where we're talking about all this stuff and I'm so excited to put this guide together and to share the journey on the podcast. So have a great week. Do you feel stressed, confused, and overwhelmed in your career as a court reporter? I know exactly how it feels. That's why I decided to become a life coach specifically and exclusively for court reporters. Let's make a game plan to accomplish your impossible goals. Hey, 